Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Would you pay $1,000 a month if you knew you were going to meet the love of your life? That's the question I threw to you about two weeks ago now because I was debating if I should actually sign up for a matchmaker service. Mm-hmm. We had a listener that reached out to me who actually does that in the DMV area. She's actually closer down to uh, to D.C., but she listened to the show uh, religiously, knew that I'm having a hard time. In case you're, you're new, I've been single for four years post-divorce. I have had almost minimal dating luck in Maryland. And so she reached out to me. She's like, hey, I want to provide my services to you. Let's hop on a call. And I'm like, okay. Mm. Like, what can a matchmaker cost? Can't like, be that not expensive. So much, not so much to provide. <laughs> it's for, got a price. For a nominal fee. Yeah. And that was the part that, like, had me shook up because... The price? When we finally get on the phone, she's like, I need $1,000. She didn't say it like this, but this is my version of it. I need 1000 bucks a month, and it's a three-month minimum to actually get started. And I'm like, what? But she said, like, I forget the number now, the percentage that she said of how many of her clients actually do end up in relationships in three months. And it's I'm like, pretty high percentage. It's pretty good, though. It was, yeah. yeah. But for $3,000. Now, the only reason I even tried to entertain this is because, well, number one, we're intrigued. We're, well, it's interesting, right? I've never tried. Yeah. Having I've, only, I've a, only seen this process on how I met your mother. <laughs> yeah. Like an yeah. outside source picking somebody for you. Like if I'm running into all these dead ends, mm-hmm. then maybe I'm just not seeing something clearly, right? Yeah. But number two is I just happened to run across $4,000 in my tax returns that's supposed to be coming into me in the next couple of weeks. And I'm like, 3000 bucks. it's a lot of money. But like, I got it. You know, I, this money just fell in my lap. Is this the universe saying like, hey, here, here it, is. it is. Go find her. Okay. So I put some thought into this, ma'am. And like, I just, I can't. No. Does it feel like unnatural? It just feels... It kind of feels a little like you're trying to cheat the universe a bit. I feel like I've just been trying too hard. Just trying too hard to, like, make this work. And I'm not even just talking about matchmaking, but, like, matchmaking to me would seem like the ultimate, you are trying 
too hard to make this work, right? Like, I have not been on a date now. I mean, the last date I went on was the one that I got stood up on. That was what? <laughs> before. It was well, before I went to the West Coast, so what, a month and a half ago, two months ago? If we look at it differently, can matchmaking also be looked at as a dating app as well? And you're on those, so what's the di- And I'm asking. I'm like, I'm trying to just, like, you know, give you some options here. Is there a difference between matchmaking and dating apps? Yes. It's $1,000 a month. Well, okay. obviously, <laughs> I, obviously, I'm like taking money out of it because you're like, I'm trying too hard, but you're on dating apps. Yeah. So it's like, what's the difference? I think because it's, again, like, <laughs> like money. Mon- I mean, seriously. Yeah. That's a big investment. $3,000 is no joke. Yes. You know, and I think if you're putting like that much energy, Force. resources, and like, I will make this happen. Yeah. I will pay you $3,000 and you will match me with someone that's perfect for me. Yeah. It just feels, it just feels icky to me. Mm-hmm. I just can't digest that. Nor do I think, you know how pissed I would be at the end of three months if I had nobody? I think the fact that you already have that mindset, I think the you don't, you don't have it. the right, you don't have the right energy to even go into it. You know what I mean? We also got a message after we talked about this last time. There was a woman that said she kind of fell into the same situation. She said that she ended up paying close to $10,000 for a matchmaking for service. For a matchmaking service. Nothing came from it. No. Literally got like basically took her money and run. We also don't want to crap on her business no, either because obviously she has success stories. You Absolutely. Know? And there's always going to be, it's going to be different for every single person, but maybe this specific option is not the right one for you. I need you to tell me if I'm being a bridezilla to my dad. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that word's a little sensitive. Yeah. So you even using the B word, I know it's not. Uh, not the most yeah. friendly of situations. Like, What's am happening? I being a bridezilla or is my dad... What's a bridezilla version of the father of the bride? Because the other day, he called the wedding our wedding. And I feel like... <laughs> I swear to you. I swear to you. So, you were like, oh, interesting. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Well, to be fair... So, is, I feel like we gotta, we gotta figure out... Is your dad giving you money for your wedding, though? Yeah. But what 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 portion of it do you think not, it is? <laughs> but it's not his, and I think everyone knows. As far as and it's not even coming from a financial place; it's coming from a like, like it's it's for us too, right? Okay, sure. You feel me? So, in case you're new to our show, Jess is getting married next May, and so we're kind of going through the wedding process with her, her and her fiance, Garage Boy. Mm-hmm. What's happening? My dad wants to. He's like begging me to invite two of his friends now. I honestly love giving my dad what he wants because I'm the only one in our family that does. And so I I always have a soft spot for my dad, but I'm having a hard time with these two friends because they suck. Like, just being completely honest with you. What does that mean? It means that... The like, I feel like I have to be the gatekeeper of the vibes, and they are not the vibes. They're going to ruin the vibes. Like they don't get along with anyone. They're super obnoxious. Uh. They get annoyingly drunk, like as in like falling asleep certain places. And like one of them always feels the need to be like the macho guy and like mm-hmm. picks on people and is like mean to our friends. And it's one thing to be like mean and rude to our friends at the house, which is so rude and like shouldn't be allowed anyways. Right, but. I don't want that at the wedding because our friends are, it's going to be all of our friends. Sure. So I just, and then I just feel like it's going to be a mess. But your dad has come to you and specifically said, I want to invite. Specifically to me. And it's just two people. It's two people. And he, has he asked for anything else in this wedding planning process? Um, 
I'd say this is his biggest ask. Wow. But it's the worst ask. It's the <laughs> is there worst. anybody else? I'm like, Dad, is there anything else? <laughs> Two like, other is friends. There, is there anything else? That, and I was like, I mean, and I think what worries me too is my dad is such a, such a social butterfly that it's not like he's going to be able to like hang out with these two friends at the same time. Yeah. So the two friends are just going to be running and roaming free and just like messing up stuff. Like, should Jess give her dad the ability just to invite two? It's two. It's two people. It's, it's two people. It's two people, but it's literally the two worst, most chaotic or are you on the side? I'll, I'll be curious how this will go. Or are you on the side of it's the bride's day? It's Jess's day. She can do whatever she wants. And if she doesn't want two people there, then there shouldn't be two people there. Like, honestly, listening to this, I kind of feel like you got to give it to your dad. <sighs> like, here's the thing. First off, you're going to have a hundred and how many people? 160 people you're wedding? I think 163. Okay, so you have 163 people there. And then 150 of them are going to be getting in fights with these two people. <laughs> I swear to you. I don't think you'll even notice them there. I really, truly don't. And like, if your dad, first off, your dad is, is giving you money for the wedding, yes. right? So it's not his wedding, but like, no. would it be nice to throw your dad a bone? And if he really wants two of his for like at my wedding, when I was married, uh, there were plenty of people there that I didn't even know. There were some actually that I, I knew and didn't like really, I didn't dislike, but I didn't really pref- like prefer them. Which to, is so whack. To be, I, I, I understand, but I knew that my father-in-law. I mean, it was. You want to talk about like being somebody's wedding? <laughs> like financially, it was his wedding. Okay? So I, fe- I, I felt like that was okay, and that should be okay because while it is your day, yeah, it's kind of like everybody celebration. No, absolutely. And I want. I mean, I haven't made my decision yet, but I would be lying if I would ignore the fact that they will cause utter chaos. Hey, Terry, how are you? Fine, how are you? We're good. Hi, this, Terry. Like, like Jess, Jess can allow two people to come to her wedding that are her dad's friends, right? Doesn't it feel weird to you if, like, all of a sudden... She's just like, no, you can't invite your, your, like, literally two friends out of 163 to come to my wedding? Well, I mean, it's just two friends. It's for your dad. How much time are you going to spend with them? Right. No, totally. Exactly, Terry. And that is why, that's what terrifies me, is that these two people are going to be left unattended. He's not going to be able to babysit them because we have to babysit my dad. So that's what scares me the most about letting them roam wild. I think you should give to your dad. I mean, you're going to regret it later down the road. You will. All your dad wanted was two friends, two. and you're not going to even let them come. Thank you, Terry. I'm sure that, like, literally, if you had one request, like, like this man raised you yeah. from zero, mm-hmm. from day one to now, and he had one request for your wedding, you say no? Yeah. That just feels, it feels so rude to me. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Kristen from Baltimore. Hey, Kristen, good morning. Hi. It, it, would, it, would it be rude for Jess to say no to her dad? To invite, literally, his one request for a wedding is to invite two of his friends, and she she's thinking about saying no. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I love my dad with my heart and soul. And if I had two friends, um, or if he had two friends that wanted to come to the wedding, and I absolutely couldn't stand the thought of them coming, um, I would say no. My dad's going to love me unconditionally either way. Thank um, you. <laughs> that is Jess's biggest day. It's one of the biggest days of her life. Yeah. And I personally would not want to risk anything ruining that day or not even necessarily ruining it just anything aggravated me that day yeah Um, your dad's gonna love you no matter what thank you so much and i think that's the thing too is like these two are so problematic and they get in fights with people and that's what i'm thinking Mm -hmm. too i'm like it's either these two people or us having to put out like seven different fires throughout the day it's not that your dad's gonna stop loving you i don't i'm not afraid he's gonna be like that's it jessica we're done but 
Is it just a sign of disrespect? Like, Kristen, do you see that at all? Like, literally this man. And we're, I get it. We're looking at it from our point of view, which is we're the bride, we're the groom, it's our day. But, like, from the parental point of view, this man has invested money into this this wedding. Like, he's getting, you know, this is a, an exciting day for him, too. His daughter is going off to get married. Shouldn't he be able to have two friends there? I mean, it, I feel like if they're going to cause issues, my dad would understand, and I feel like her dad would understand as well. He's going to be so thrilled and ecstatic to watch his daughter get married that day anyways. Um, and I feel like if she explains it to him in a way that, you know, this is really stressful for me, and yeah. this is really going to cause me stress on my day, yeah. he's going to understand. Okay. Thank you. There goes Kristen. Thanks a lot, Kristen. Appreciate it. No problem. Have a great day, guys. Was this mom being an a-hole, or was I just being too sensitive in this situation? And I'm sure she's a lovely person, but I'm talking about the the act that she actually did. Was it kind of an a-hole move, okay? Jess and I just got back from Chicago. We went to this radio conference the end, uh, last part of, uh, of last week, the end part of last week. Mm-hmm. And flying from Maryland to Chicago, y'all, I'm so particular about flights and where I must sit. I am almost, <sighs> almost like... Yeah, I, what's the word? I would imagine everyone's like this, I, I, except I, people who willing who are willing to sit in the middle seat, like as a choice. I feel like everybody else is very, very particular on where they need to sit. I must have an aisle seat. Mm-hmm. Like I must. Like I will fight for that thing. I book my flights like three months early just to make sure I can get an aisle seat. Like I'm very particular about getting an aisle seat. So you know what? I booked my flight, got my aisle seat. I was good to go. Sat down. You know, get get settled in. Flight took off. Probably 10 minutes into the flight, I feel a tap on my shoulder. And I'm like, I look around and it's this woman. And she goes, hey, that's my son sitting next to you. Would you mind if we switch seats so that I could sit next to him? And of course, as a decent person, I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem, right? Yeah. So I, after I've made the agreement, I stand up and she goes, my seat's back there. Literally, this woman had the very back row of the plane, which we can all agree is the worst row of them all. And I'm like, I'm like a third of the way in, right? So I'm like, I'm like towards the front aisle seat. Not only did, was it the back row? It was the middle seat next to possibly the most gigantic barbarian of a man that I've ever sat next to in a flight. So I obviously, I'm not going to argue with the woman because I've already agreed to it. And obviously, if I can put a family together, I want to keep them together. Well, yeah, I think that's always, like, she was very, very far away from him. How old was he? I'm so bad at kids' ages. Let's just say 10. Okay. Okay. But not like a baby. Yeah, but. This this man could fend for himself if he needed to. Yeah, but still. (laughs) If a fight broke out, he'd be able to handle his own. But she couldn't, but she couldn't see him, though. No, couldn't see him. Right. But now I'm sitting in the very back row of the plane mm-hmm. in the most uncomfortable of all the seats. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Do you think that was an a-hole move of her to do? To ask me to give up my luxury of the aisle seat? Yeah. Just so her and her son could sit together. Now, I don't have kids. So, like, sometimes I I, I get a little perplexed because I'm sitting. I mean, I'm like... In the back row, y'all. We've got an hour and a half flight. I'm now an hour and twenty minutes left. Not and the worst. I'm seething though. Yeah, let's take all the let's take all these factors in. Like it's it's only. I mean, you got played. Let's just say that. Did I? So you so, got you. No, listen. You got played a hundred percent. You have a right to be upset. That sucks. Yeah. You got played. However, 
what she did was necessary because I would want to see where if I couldn't see my kid and all the way back, like I'm for you got to do what you got to do. I guess I was like, why didn't you just use the the gigantic barbarian man? Move him and put your kid in the back. You know, hey Mix, who's this? Good morning, this is Stacy. I have three kids, mm-hmm. and you totally got played. I would every single time make sure that I was with my kids if I had to pay extra to move their seat up. Or I would book three months ahead, like you said, to get a good seat. Yeah. There's no reason she couldn't have spoken to somebody at the desk, especially if the kid was underage. Mm-hmm. She, that was totally a blank move on her part. So, so in your mind, that was an a-hole mom move? Absolutely. Wow, okay. Well, no, she, she, totally, she totally dropped the ball, and I totally agree. And I think Kramer got played, but, like, she, I mean, do we still see her point as to why she moved, though? Or would you just, like, not sit next to your kid? And I'm asking you as a mom. As a mom, I would feel like a total heel if I were on opposite sides. Okay. I would never ask someone to get up. I would move my kid. But I couldn't. Honest, after I already said yes, I couldn't then unagree once I saw what seat was. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Why like, didn't she just move her kid? I, no, that, because I, I don't know. I don't know why she didn't just move him to the back. Now you're sitting in my luxury seat. You know? Yeah. So, okay. A whole mom move. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. 410-583-1065. This is Valerie from Crofton. Hello, Valerie. Hi. I agree it was an a-hole mom move. And I have three children, travel with them all the time. I make arrangements to ensure that I'm being with my child. So, if this was a situation that she couldn't avoid, uh-huh. she should have asked the flight attendant for help. Okay, yeah. So instead of making a different Just, passenger yeah. move, she should have spoken to them ahead of time? She should have. I mean... On various airplanes, you have opportunities to pay a little extra yes, right, to make right. sure you get yes, in you and it isn't going to break the bank. That's true. Do it. Well, okay, so now, I have a couple text messages that say I should have basically undone the agreement once I saw where she was sitting. Would that, oh, have, like, made, then made, go back? Would that have made me the a-hole at that point? I mean, I mean, I feel like she'd be like, there's no take-backs. <laughs> no take-backs. You know what I mean? Wait, do we yeah, think... I think Wait, do I we think possibly think have- do we possibly think that she okay, what about this? What if she strategically placed her son sitting there and they had a plan so she didn't have to pay the extra so wow. she can move up? Do we think that's a possibility? Partners or or did crime. she just not plan ahead of time? Partners in crime, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. All, all I know is my shoulder what was killing me. What if you had a, a, an illness and couldn't sit in that seat? What if I did? Claustrophobia Th- or something like that. Where where were you last week? I needed you on this flight with me, you know? Could could argue this for me. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. Sure. Ooh, are you still mad? Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue? Forgive and forget with Kramer and Jess. Just imagine, you're on vacation with your girlfriends, and all of a sudden one of your best friends just disappears. Yeah, no explanation. And I'm not talking about just like wanders off. And it comes back. and no, like, she oh. leaves. She literally left the trip. Yeah. Then mows you for half the Airbnb, mm-hmm. but never gives you an explanation of why. Yeah. That's what we're going to try to figure out and see if we can bring these two back together today with Forgive and Forget. Um, listeners always reach out to Kramer and myself when they want to give someone an apology or when they want to demand an apology from somebody else. And today we have a listener trying to get an explanation and also wants an apology. Get her on. Hey, Margie from Dundalk. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So explain the situation here because I know it's not really just an apology, but we need some money involved here, too. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, yes, yes. My friend Connie and a few of us girls get together every year down in Ocean City, okay? Okay. And it's a reunion. We do it every year. We've been friends since high school. So we all got together, and um, one of my friends did not come, which is fine. But all of a sudden, Connie, in the middle of all of us partying, leaves, okay? She just left. And she didn't come back. And we were calling her and calling her, and she didn't come back. So now I get the bills for the Airbnb we had, and... Where's the money, Connie? You only sent me half. So you, 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 go, you go on a girls' trip. Yeah, you guys plan this, budget it out for the amount of people that were supposed to be there. Everybody agrees to chip in on the Airbnb. Exactly. Okay. Like, how long is she there? When does she leave? Is is she is she okay? Do we know? Like, yeah, what, what happened? happened? Well, she seems to be okay. She sent half the money. She so she sends you half the money, but never tell never told you like why she's leaving. She never said anything while she's leaving. She just was gone. Oh, and she and left. we were all partying and having uh-huh. fun, and then there she goes. And she left in the middle of the trip. Yeah. Okay. So, so then she sends you half the money. Have you guys talked at all since she left? No, she's not answering my calls. I need to talk to her. I want the other half of the money, and I want to know that she's all right and what the hell happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> normal. I mean, we usually all have a lot of fun. Right. So, but you have no idea why she would just up and leave mid-trip. No, why would she have been leaving the trip? I mean, it's Ocean City. You never know. You know, know. One, one drink leads to another, leads to another, and, and somebody's leaving over here, you know? Uh, this is so bad. But nobody in your group has, has figured out why or what happened? No. No one's figured it out. And uh-huh. we want an answer. Okay. Yeah. No, I hear it. I can I can hear it in your voice right now. But she did send you, she sent you half the payment, though, for her half designated... The payment. Okay. That's the payment. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It, it's bizarre, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay, so I can tell you, I did I did talk to Connie yesterday, right? She did answer my call. And she told me why why she left and why she didn't pay you. And honestly, when I found when I heard it, I'm like, I see, I kind of see your point here. I do. So what we'll do is I want you to hear it from her mouth. And we and she agreed to come on with us. Let me get her on first. Hey, Connie, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for doing this, by the way. Oh well, I'd like to clear things up. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me let me bring let me bring. Obviously, you know Margie. It's Margie. So let me get her on. Margie, you there? Yes, Connie. Where's the rest of the money for the trip? We always chip in. Why did you leave? What is going on in your head? You want to hear what that was about? Okay, here's what happened. I went out on Wednesday night. I ran into a couple of our mutual friends, and I'm not going to name them, but I found out what was really going on with you. Okay? Now, Angela didn't come, and I had no idea why Angela didn't come, but I come to find out that you have been spreading all kinds of shit around and told Angela that I didn't want her there and if Angela's there, it's going to be all about Angela. Who told you that? I'm not going to get into it, but I found out there was a lot of crap coming out of your mouth to people that we know and I so didn't why want didn't to you say Why didn't you say something when we were drinking or something? Why didn't you say you just don't walk off and don't pay me? Now I got it. I'm stuck with half your bill. I want the well, money. 
Well, maybe you should have let Angela come because that was your crap. Oh, You're okay. the one that made up all the bullshit so that she wouldn't come. Okay, 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 okay. Jess, are you following along here? What's happening? I understand. There's there's some behind the scenes thing. Yeah. And, and, and Margie, is this true? Is it true that you're that you basically have been talking crap about one of your best friends? Canceled Angela out of the trip, but then blamed it blamed it on Connie when you actually are the one that has problems with Angela in the first place. Well, that might have happened. Well, at least you admitted it. So when she, when you leave, obviously, I mean, Connie, I understand why you'd be upset about that when you figure out like this is happening behind the scenes. I don't know that I blame you for leaving. Jess, do you blame Connie for leaving? No, I don't. I don't blame you for leaving. Now, I guess the question is, since she left, uh-huh. would you pay the whole entire tab? She promised. Good luck. Not happening? You're not paying her. Not happening. Not happening at all. I mean, Jesse, in your opinion, do you think she's owed that money? I mean, the agreement was made. I don't think, Margie, that you deserve an apology. But I think if these plans were made, I think you probably still have to pay your portion because all the plans were made according to how many of you were going to split it in the first place. So I sent her half, and I felt like that was more than fair. Once I found out, I mean, I did not want to be in that house with her for one minute. Oh, Connie, put on your big girl panties. You should have said something to us. You should have just walked out. You should have confronted me then. Maybe we could have settled it. You just don't walk out and say, I'm not going to pay my other half. She's been a real and I mean, the things that were said, like, sorry. I mean, I, I can't believe I can't believe she would even think of an apology. Honestly, I'm I'm on Connie's side. I am like I see it. I see exactly the reason why you would leave. I think we all would have if you didn't feel welcome in a house. Someone's talking trash behind your back. No, I would have left too. I think out of spite, I also would not feel like paying that money. And like Margie, it looks like we're not going to be able to get either either thing for you. And I really I can't necessarily say if I'm being honest with you that I blame her. Just, all right, all right, all right. I, I guess we're done, Connie. I, you know, I'm friends all these years since high school. This is how you want to end it? Okay, then this is it. I don't care if I see you again. I mean, if this is the kind wow. of friend you were all, all right, around. All right, then I, you know what? Screw you then, Connie. I don't know that it necessarily has to, like... Did we lose Margie? Margie, are you there? I think we lost Wait, are Margie. you... Connie, are you there? I'm here. I don't know that we should ruin friendship over that. I mean, is this friendship ruining level? No, no. I mean, the only person that ruined the friendship was Margie. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 